A little less conversation. Welcome back. Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. I never knew I sounded just like Elvis. No. That happened right there. Hey, I'm Pat Renwick. You know what time it is? Do you know what time it is? Bobby Berggren, do you know what time it is? Steve Mooey time. Bobby Berggren cover model on Midwest Outdoors. Southside's Mama Samurai guy. That's right. Pick up the latest edition of Midwest Outdoors where you can find El Chapito, Bobby Berggren, with a king. Was that a king salmon? That's a king salmon. That is a king salmon. Hey. All the pros are here. All the pros are here. What up, what up? It is time right now for Hammer Time with my buddy, Ryan Popcorn Whitaker, and... Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Moy. Yeah. Woo! What's yeah. up, Steve? Yeah. Steve Moy. How What's you doing up? tonight, man? In the midnight hour, they cried, Moy, Moy, Moy. <laughs> Just going to pretend I didn't already <laughs> ask you how it was going. So. Good, good. Thanks for coming in, man. I know the, uh, I know the traffic's terrible coming down here, but uh, thanks for making the trek and, uh, and hauling that awesome trophy down, man. Congratulations on that, by the way. Accolades. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Accolades. That is, uh, that is awesome. And what, what, uh, how much weight did that trophy take? Uh, what, how much weight? How much wood could a woodchuck take earned? if a Champlain <laughs> woodchuck could chuck uh, dem jigs? Uh, oh, there. I finally got a mic now. Yeah, remember, oh, there we are. Remember when that mic was going to be they, good? They asked yeah. me if my mic was working earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's still. Yeah. <laughs> Guys. Hey, we'll Hammer time with Popcorn Whitaker. I'll try, I'll try both of them. Is that all right? Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Dude. Good. You look yeah. like you're in a press conference. Right. Uh-huh. I love this right now. This you, look, right. you look official. <laughs> I feel official now. All right, nice. that mic's on now. All right. Now, Got how much weight did you catch at Champlain? Uh, I don't remember my total, but uh, okay. I was a pound and 10 ounces short. I had, first day I had 19.1, the second day I had 18.10, and the last day I caught the biggest bag of my week at 20 pounds, 8 ounces. Damn, dude. So, so like up. 59 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, something like that's, that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's was, less than a peck and more than a barrel. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. And a cord. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good, dude. And is that, uh, it, that's like, that's your second time at Champlain, right? That was my first time ever there. Oh, wow. first time. Never wow. even seen the lake before. Um, looked awesome. at it on a map a little bit and just thought to myself, this lake's huge. So I got there and... I really wanted to see everything, but that's nearly impossible on that lake. So I just kind of picked an area and broke it down, and I stumbled onto some good stuff. Um, practice was pretty crazy. I mean, the first spot I pulled up on in practice was my best spot of the tournament. Do you find that that's often the case? No. No? <laughs> see, for me, it's like every time every time I go to a lake, it's like I tell JP that all the time. Oh, that's crazy. I don't even know if I go anywhere if I should go anywhere else. The first spot I go to is the best spot. It's right? a prodigy, dude. I just pulled up prodigy. on a spot. No, it's not it's bragging. Like... It's bad because I never find anything good after that. Ryan Whitaker so anyways, never has a bad day, folks. No, it's it's that's not true. <laughs> He's God's gift of bass fishing. Had three weeks in a row of terrible fishing. You told me all about Green Lake. It was yeah, pretty yeah. good, huh? No, it was awful. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways. Go on with your, your practice. So, yeah, a long story short about practice is the lake's huge, and there, there's a lot of water to break down, but that lake is awesome. There's fish everywhere. Um, I stumbled onto a big, big group of smallmouth bass. Um, I caught, I don't know, four fish out of it in practice and left it alone and never went back and pulled up there first day of the tournament and caught a fish on my first three casts. And the third one I caught, I remember, was a four-and-a-half-pounder. Nice. And this is like, there's still boats running by the lake, down the lake, you know, that you can see during the, from the launch. And it just like really settles you down and 
got me in the, you know, like, oh, this is a good area. I'm going to stay here. I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. So I caught, in the first hour, I culled up to about 17 pounds of smallmouth. Wow. And wow. I just kind of ran around to a whole bunch of, like, little spots I found, you know, little points, little rock little rock piles, you know, weed lines and stuff like that. And I never really caught, like, a, a bigger smallmouth, which is, you know, three and a half or better. I had that one four-pounder. So I started... I ended up going with like two hours left for to an area where I caught some largemouth in practice. Actually, this one spot—it's pretty cool story. I, I was telling Ryan about it earlier. Was it's this? It was long bank, and there was one stick. I'm not even joking. Like maybe, maybe like I don't know, a broom handle size stick sticking out of the water, maybe like six inches. Mm. And in practice, I was going down this bank, and I wasn't catching anything. And I saw this big, dark shadow next to this little stick. And I threw my jig up there, and I swam it right up to this shadow. And I'm like, oh, it's probably a dogfish. And it eats it. I set the hook. It's like a six-pounder. Whoa! Lar- large mouth. Wow. In practice. So I'm like, hmm, probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, he might have lived there. Yeah. So I went back, you know, that night, and I was like, dude, I, got, I caught a six-pound large mouth off a stick. My friend's like. Dude, that fish probably lived there. You'll never catch another fish there again. You know, in the tournament, I'm like, I got like 17 pounds of smallmouth. I'm going to go see if I can catch a largemouth. That same stick, day one, I pull up there. I, I flipped my jig up there, and it was a little bit overcast that day, and I couldn't really see. I threw my jig in there, and it's, it probably fell like two inches, and boom. Oh. I saw the hook. It was like a four and a half, five pound largemouth. Isolated objects, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Isolated <laughs> objects. So, Textbooks. They hold on right, so sticks sometimes. I got that yeah. stick, you know, and then I just kind of ran around a little. I caught another. You know, close to a four and a half pound largemouth, and I I called up to like nineteen one or something. So you know, I didn't really know what to expect out of the first day. You know, I thought, oh cool, I got a good smallmouth spot. I caught a couple of what I thought were lucky largemouth at the time, which it turns out they weren't. I found an area that had good largemouth living there. So day two, I did the same thing. I went to the smallmouth spot and I caught like seven sixteen pounds in the first like hour and a half, dude. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Maybe maybe go catch a couple of big large rafts. It's like eleven o'clock. <laughs> I, I went over and I got to it was so day two was flat, calm, sunny. You know, I'm like, oh man, the smallmouth guys are going to smash them today. You know, because that's what you want sure. up there. You know, because big water, they you got to get over them. You know, deep water, smallmouth. And I got kind of I was like, oh, I don't know if these large rafts are going to bite. So I went in the area where I caught the big one, and I'm like fishing around. I'm like, I'm going to go by that stick. I caught a five and a half. Off that stick on day two. That stick is amazing. <laughs> it is. Isn't it? It's the magic stick. It's it the magic wand. Yes. It's the magic stick. Yeah, I so, love it. I was telling all my friends at the, I was staying with the, the motel about it. They're like, dude, that, where's that stick? I'm like, it's in the lake. Yeah, <laughs> Target right. sticks Come on. for a 20-pound bag. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I fished around, and, you know, I had 18-something the second day, and I'm like, hmm, you know, maybe I can do this because I, I fell from seventh after day one to ninth on day two so i'm like i'm just gonna go out and the weather changed drastically on the final day like it was 75 and sunny every day all through practice you know warm the last day the high was 55 and it downpoured like from 11 p.m the night before till the tournament and then till like i don't know noon couldn't even see the stick couldn't even see the stick, but <laughs> I went to my smallmouth area, and this is this is kind of funny. But I fished for like ten minutes without a bite, and I started freaking out because the, each day it was like the first two casts I'd catch a fish, clocking them. So I kind of was like, 
ah, I just need to settle down. This is like rain blowing in my face and Started stuff. Started going and to the dark side, huh? Yeah. So I ended up pulling off the spot a little bit. And this is what's weird to me is the smallmouth went deeper that day for whatever reason. I don't know. They knew I, you were coming. I went deeper dude. with the rain? Yeah. Wow. You know, you'd think overcast, cloudy, yeah. wind, rain. They'd be up on top of this, like, little, you know, shallow area I was fishing. But they were way off of it. And I had been catching them in 13 to 16 prior. And then the, the final day, I caught them in 19 to 21. Wow. And I had to get right on top of them and mark them and drop straight down right on them. I mean, once you got a bait in front of them, they ate that thing. With the jig? No, with I, I drop shot it for okay. the smallmouth. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, I use this uh, this missile fuse. It's like a little little crawl. I see the drop crawl. The thing. drop crawl. Yeah. yeah, basically. And and for whatever reason, I started wacky rigging it, and it's they seem to eat it a lot better. So that's why I was throwing for the smallmouth on it out out on a drop shot. But that, that final day it was like weird. You had to get it right on top of them and drop it yeah. right in their face. But they would swap. They would crush it. You know, as soon as you got wow. in front of them. But hey. That, when- Sorry, yeah, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just going to say, when, when you went out there to break down the lake, when you were saying, uh, you know, it's a huge lake, you're not going to be able to see the whole thing. Right. Were you were you going to look for something specific, like something that you like to fish, or were you just going to go look around and see if you, you know, yeah, saw actually, something that looked good? Or, I mean, right. were you looking to fish your strength? Yeah, or just I actually fish. I mean, anyone that fishes around here a lot knows like Lake Geneva, Lake Delavan, weed lines, you know, Uh stuff like that that we're used to. And I found similar stuff like that in Champlain, but I've also been to Oneida a lot, which is very similar to Champlain, but there's more fish in Champlain. So I just Mm -hmm. took those two, you know, types of fishing and put them together. What I like to do is, you know, find weed edges, drop offs and stuff and groups of fish. And I don't know, it worked out for me. And then the, the, um, that whole largemouth deal was kind of random, but I just kind of wanted a stick. Yeah. yeah, the stick, and then what I found out that area was off of that stick was a big weed flat, and there was, like, holes in these weeds, and there was big boulders. So oh, wow. I think, and then I found some, like, trolling around through there, I would see big bluegills. So I think they were on, like, a bluegill thing. Yeah. And that, that's why they never left. That's and I, why they ate that jig. Yeah, I caught the largemouth all in this... Uh, Dem jigs, flipping swim jig. It's a Let's green show pumpkin. Off that jig. I don't know if you can see. Can it. somebody take it up to the camera? <laughs> it's Look, uh, this thing is beat up right there. It it actually, funny beat thing, up. Uh, it's, uh, they can't see that, but it's a half ounce. It's, it's a green pumpkin with some purple and a baby D bomb on there. And I used this one jig for all of practice and all of the tournament, and I never retied it once. Just wow, fifty pound braid, seven foot heavy rod. Do you have to sharpen the hook at all? No. I didn't. It's still sharp. He's manhandling him. I had to bend it back a little bit a couple times, but yeah, that's awesome. And that's a hell of a jig, by the way. Yeah, it's an amazing jig. John did a really good job. Good job, John Demain. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, crankbait through practice is just cover water, catch a couple fish here and there, and that's where I found some of the spots. But drop shot did most of the work, and the jig. So So. what's uh, what um, what does this change for you having a good finish like that? Other than putting some money in your pocket, <laughs> I definitely put some money. I actually paid off one of my cars with the, some of the money. So nice, responsible bass fishing. Yeah. yeah, I put some money away. Um, I'm I'm hoping to do two uh, divisions of opens next year. Okay. I've only been doing the northerns. I came close last year to the elite series. I came close to a victory this year, and 
Uh, next year, I'm going to try and do the Southerns and the Northerns because it's, like, spaced apart enough that, you know, I won't kill myself. Right. But I really want to get that elite invite. I was so close last year, and then I kind of bombed the first two tournaments this year, so it kind of, you know, confidence is very, very fragile in fishing. And I was at a point this year where I didn't know, you know, had I gotten worse or, I mean, you fished the James River. Have you ever, have you ever been there? No. no. Yeah, don't go there unless you have to. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, I mean, after that tournament, my confidence was shot. That's where you caught the giant uh, catfish. I caught some catfish. Some... On, on the Dem jig. Yeah. I remember I the did. story last yeah. time you were here. And Is... I caught, also caught a nine-pound largemouth there once, too. Wow. Is it's... this your best finish? Yeah, this for an open level event, this is my best finish. But you've you've done well. You've been close to yeah, getting that elite I mean, berth. La- last year, I was pretty close. I mean, was you should fish both, away. like like Seth Fighter said, like that might prepare you for the elites. I actually think go um, catch some places that don't have grass, right? Too, you know, right, because you don't have to fish that stuff. You know, I, get used to that yeehaw fishing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been to Grand Lake. There's no grass in that lake at all. It's kind of weird, but. There's hey, how do you there. qualify for the elites in the opens? What's the what's the prerequisite? So for the elites in the open, they don't only take the top five in points each year. Gotcha. Okay. And last year I finished six. Oh, jeez. So and nobody sucked. nobody dropped out. No one dropped. Everybody out. went. Everybody went. Wow. I, I was talking to a couple of people, and they're like, "That's I think that's the first time ever that all five yeah. accepted." Because what fighter said fighter we out. had him on last week, and he said he what he got like eighth. Eighth or seventh, and there was guys that dropped out, and he was yeah. able to get in. Yeah, but and I he got sixth. Man, you know, I'm a, I really believe that it's good that I didn't make it last year because or the dudes that the, are already in this the this struggle yeah. I had this year, I think is going to prepare me if I when I, if and when I do make the elites because finishing back to back hundred and thirty hundred and forty or whatever mm-hmm. it really really like it hurt, it hits you pretty hard. And you really got to, you know, bounce, to bounce back, you got to, you know, clear your mind and fish completely different. You know, there's guys, they'll lose one fish. I've seen it, you know, fishing local stuff. Yeah. Guys catch one fish, you know, they, they're all right. If they lose one fish, I've seen guys spiral out of control. Like, they're done for the day from losing one fish. Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. We call that going to the dark side. Yeah. 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 So imagine, you know, putting three grand in entry fees and another three grand in expenses into your season to get zero dollars back and zero points essentially that's a crush right and then basically you have one tournament left to try and make the classic and it's 1100 miles away from home and you don't really want to go and you're by yourself yeah that's where you gotta be so you think this year kind of thickened your skin a little bit yeah and, and you know how you, you've proven to yourself that you can kind of yeah. roll with the punches and bounce back i mean yeah i got a little lucky but I mean, dude. I mean, everyone's got to get a little. Yeah, Everybody's got to have a little magic stick in their life. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I should have brought that home with me. You, you should have, man. Yeah, you should have pulled that thing out of the bottom and taken. I it. I love my yeah. magic stick. Yeah, put it yeah. in Geneva. Yeah. I don't want to hear about it. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was a great experience. I had a lot of lot of friends calling me, and I was sitting on stage in the hot seat. I jumped from ninth to second, so I was on stage for essentially the whole way in because they go mm-hmm. reverse order and i could not my phone was in my pocket just going off my friends hey do something stupid to the camera i'm like dude i'm I'm freaking out here man (laughs) did you know did you have any idea Uh, no that's what's funny is i didn't you know i always 
undervalue how big my fish are, right. especially smallmouth, because you catch a four-pound smallmouth, and you look at it sometimes, you're like, oh, that's like a three-pounder. Or you catch, like, a five-pounder, and you're like, I don't know how big this thing is. So I had yeah. three smallmouth. Yeah. I had three smallmouth and two pretty big largemouth, and I'm, I'm st- standing in line, and Adrian comes up to me. He's like, dude, you got 20 pounds. I'm like, do I? I don't even know. So I put him. I got a 28, 20 pounds, 8 ounces or whatever, and I was like, oh, whatever, I'm ninth. One of these guys will knock me off. And right. it was like 15 pound, 15 pound, 15 pound. Oh, you know, I was just like. You're going crazy. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, that guy. <laughs> every time someone walked across the stage, I made $1,500. I'm just like, well, eh, cool. And then yeah. it's just like, I didn't really think about, oh, maybe I could win this until there was like two people. I like looked over at the tank. I'm like, there's only two people left. And one of them was a co-angler. I'm like, oh, dang, there's only one guy left. So, and then he, he needed like 17, 17 something. And I. He, uh, he held up his bag. I was like, ah, it's going to be close. But he had, like, 18. Yeah. So. Man. It's, it's right a crazy there. feeling, right? Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have I mean, loved for this local boy right here to, to make the class. <laughs> he's going to do it next year. Fish in the, of course yeah. he will. Of course. He's going to do it next year. Yeah. You gotta Twice. He's got to knock him out. Yeah. <laughs> you get lucky Juju from coming on straight cast. It's oh, true. Yeah, yeah. That, that is no, true. No, for real. I mean, you came on and you got second. Yeah. Yes, that happens. That's, that's where that's that the magic came from. Is. That's the magic. So Straight you're welcome. Magic. Yes. <laughs> but no, hey man, we're we're out of time. But I just want yeah. to thank you so much for coming in, and uh, and again, and we want to have you back again when you win uh, the the next tournament. Yeah, fish the, out the, there. the big the next winning trophy. The, li- the winning trophy is a little bigger. bigger. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold it up over your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really heavy. But uh, anyone you want to shout yeah. out to or, or thank before? Uh, yeah, I mean, I just want to thank you know. My parents, obviously, for helping me with everything. You know, all my friends that are back home, you know, have been so supportive. And, you know, John does a heck of a job with his jig, and I've caught a lot of fish on it since, you know, he started making those. So I, I really appreciate John for hooking me up with the jigs. And, you know, Missile has done a lot for me, too. And Matt Zool, you know, they're hooking me up. They, I caught some fish in practice on their square bill, and, and we got some cool stuff coming out. So take, keep an eye out for that. Yeah, I think it looks good. I want I want to try it out. Yep. That means awesome. give Ryan some baits. Yeah. That's how these, these TV baits, stars right? do it. <laughs> yeah, and then make sure they come to me first so these guys don't pill for all the good ones. <laughs> Once yeah. I get my jigs, Ryan. <laughs> pill hunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll get some jigs. Hey, thank you give so much, dude. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah you're welcome anytime. You oh, know yeah. that. We love the local boys. Hey, yeah. Straight Cast. Kick, kick down the door one day. <laughs> Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked because when we get back, Shaw Grigsby on the Bass Buzz. See you in a minute.